What's going on? It is your most motivating coach, Coach Walk. I'm here with another episode of the Vertical Thinking Podcast. Listen, do me a favor and share this with somebody because somebody needs it. All right. So today we want to continue on. And excuse me if I'm out of breath. I just I just ran to my location. Um, Today we're going to continue on in our series on leadership. And one powerful thing about leadership is positions of leadership grant you a very strong thing, a very important thing called power. And we see power as just authority. Uh, We see power as an ability to get people to do what you need them to do. Um, So many different ways that you can look at what power is. But today, uh, we're not simply going to work the definition of power. But today, what we want to do is we want to discuss the process of power. So it's one thing to talk about the uh, it's one thing to talk about the obtaining of power, the acquisition of power, because oftentimes we see that in certain leadership positions, there's a certain level of power. And in order for you to have a certain level of power, not only must you acquire power, but you must also acquire the wisdom that it takes to interact with the level of power that you've been given. So today, what we want to talk about in uh, today's podcast is the process of power. One very powerful thing that we tend to overlook is the fact that Everything on the earth, whether material or immaterial, undergoes a process. The chair that you're sitting in had to undergo a process to become what it is. Uh, The phone that you're holding in your hand to to listen to this podcast, the tablet that you're listening to this on, the laptop that you're listening to this on, um, the everyday items, the doorknobs that you turn, the doors that you open, the windows that you look out of, your blinds, your shoes, your clothes. All of these things underwent a process to become what they are currently. The very powerful fact inside of that is that the power that you have in your leadership office or in your leadership capability in order for you to obtain that power. There is there was a process that had to take place for you to acquire it. So today we want to talk about the four steps in the process of power. So first and foremost. When discussing the process of power, we must acknowledge the presence of power. So step one, for those of you who are writing or taking notes, whatever the case may be, step one is presence. So before we can get into the dynamics and the treatment and handling of power, we must first talk about and discuss the fact that power is ever present. So when we go outside, we feel the wind, we see the sun, uh, or even our, our own body moves in a certain way. The elements that we encounter, the rain, the precipitation, the clouds, the sun, so on and so forth. All of these things, and we don't really pay attention to it, but all of these things dictate the presence of power. And I know you're wondering, Walt, how do these things dictate the presence of power? Well, 
the way that they dictate the presence of power, if you will pay attention, is the fact that in the fact is the fact in understanding that all of these things, though they be elements, all of these things have the ability to produce power. Everything from the elements that we encounter to the way that we use our bodies on a regular basis, our movements, our breathing, our activities, uh, the way we move our arms and legs and the way we think all have the ability to produce power. So in order for the elements and all of these things to produce it, there must first be presence. Watch this. A very powerful point here is understanding is that power first is ever present, but it takes a catalyst to take the power from presence to production. Ah, that was so good. It takes a vehicle to take it from presence to production. That is why we're discussing the process of power. So in the first step of the process of power, when we discuss presence, the first thing and, the, and one of the most powerful things that we have to understand is power in all forms is ever existent, which means that no matter what happens, no matter what comes, no matter what goes, power in its true form is always going to exist. Period. There's no way that you can get around it. There's no other way that you can look at it. Power in all forms will always exist. In leadership, on all tiers, in every office, there is the existence, watch this, and the movement of power. Because in order for us to remain in leadership stance, in leadership principles, in leadership wisdom, in leadership offices and capabilities, there has to be not just the presence of power, but there must also be the movement of power. Movement is essential because in order for there to be operation, something, someone, somewhere has to move. This is especially true when it comes to power, because in order for power to be in activity, that means it has to be in motion. Which leads us to part two, to the second step, if you will, of the process of power, which is distribution. So we've gone from step one, presence, where we acknowledge that power is always existent, it is everywhere. Into step two, distribution or transfer. Distribution. So, so from presence into distribution. Distribution tells us that power must be divided. Watch this. In order for power to move, for it to be transferable, for it to be in motion, it must be divided among parts. This is powerful. In order, in order for power to, to be in motion, for it to be in action, it has to be divided amongst parts. It is the transfer of power into parties. So in order for power to, to be existential, ever existential, that means it has to exist in a multiplicity of vehicles and avenues. So 
for power to exist in a multiplicity of vehicles and avenues, then that means there has to be a distribution or a transfer of power. That means that the power that I have in order for something else to partake in that power, that means I have to transfer an ability, a capability, a level of power that I have into the vessel or vehicle. Which means that in the distribution aspect of power, that means somewhere your pride and your selfish ambition have to be removed. Because in order for power to continue in motion and in action, I have to be willing to share. I have to be willing to share it. Power. Must be, watch this, this is the most powerful principle that we're about to run into. Power must be divided into parts to balance. Which is now, which is where we're getting ready to approach the third part of, which is where we're about to approach the third part of the process of power, which is balance. So we've talked about presence, the ever-existent Uh, nature of power. Then we talk about distribution, how power must be divided among parts. Now we talk about balance and all of this plays into each other because first we have to acknowledge that there is power. Then for power to be in action, we have to distribute it. It has to be divided among parts. And then following that, in order for it to be balanced, power must always be balanced. It has to be divided into parts. In the balance stage of the process, Power has to be balanced for role recognition and execution. So in order for me to adequately stay in my lane and do my job and execute what I'm supposed to execute. Power must be brought into balance. So that goes to say, in order for me to do what I'm supposed to do and carry out my authority, then power, we said in distribution, power must be distributed among parts. That means I have to take a part in the distribution of power in order to play my role. If power is imbalanced, if power is ever imbalanced, then that throws off the activity action of the power. So power must be balanced. All roles, everyone in every office must be aware of all limitations and boundaries concerning your role. So in order for power to remain imbalanced, everyone that is in every office and every designated authority must understand the limitations and boundaries of the office and the and the the title that they sit in. Because in the very moment that someone misunderstands, misuses, mishandles or abuses the amount of power that they given, the imbalance of power then begins. (coughs) Excuse me. When a role, this is powerful, when a role is removed or vacated, the process of power must restart. 
Because when someone is removed or when an office or authority place is vacated, the balance of power is then thrown off. When the balance of power is then when the balance of power is thrown off, we have to start all over because we have to acknowledge the presence of the power that has been exited. So once we acknowledge the presence of the power that has been exited in the vacated office, we then have to redistribute the power to bring back balance. Power has to be rebalanced. This is good. This is good. Power has to be rebalanced. So now we get into the fourth and probably one of the most important stages of the process of power, which is application. So first, in, in the first place, we acknowledge presence. We must uh, acknowledge that power is ever existence, ever existent, no matter where we are, what we do, who, who or what we interact with, power is ever present. So in step two, we see that there must be a distribution or a transfer, a movement of power among parties. And so three, we see that even in that, there has to be a balance of power between parties for everything to function in flow and motion. And so the last step, we see application. Designation without application creates disorder. Designation without application creates disorder. I know you're wondering, Walt, how is that true? Well, it's very easy to see when I put you in a position or I give you a certain level or I distribute to you a certain level or a certain amount of power. Me designating that power to you without helping you or assisting you in understanding how to apply that power to your position will always create disorder. Disorder in turn breeds confusion. Confusion distorts application. It is a full circle. uh, It is a full circle revelation. It is a full circle principle that designation without application creates disorder. So me giving you power without teaching you how to use it will create disorder. Disorder creates confusion. Confusion distorts the application. So all of this comes down to all of this very simply boils down to me teaching you how to apply, utilize, impart and give the authority that I placed in your hand. Power cannot move. It cannot be transferred. It cannot be existed without presence, distribution, balance and application. So. In conclusion. When we sit in leadership positions and we talk about and discuss the tiers of leadership and the pro and the and how power is moved within the tiers, we have to understand that in order for power to move, in order for power to be given from one place to another, for it to be uh, transitioned from one place to another, we have to understand that it must undergo a process. Just like everything else in life, power in leadership must undergo a process. 
presence, distribution, balance, and application. Again, it is your most motivating coach, Coach Walt. Share this podcast with someone who needs it. The process of power. I pray that you have been blessed.